So this is the one that mom can't listen to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we're at... Uh, Lock that into place. It's 165. Yeah. We're 165 for 165. We've got a we've we're, we've got a streak that puts Joe DiMaggio to shame here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Grant makes sure that even if if the episode is like fairly clean and listenable, he'll be like, I better dig up a dirty clip from the <laughs> yeah from in the. Every episode is essentially a bunt cake with a dog turd in it, and I mean, you could <laughs> you could have a slice, might be fine, but if you eat the whole thing, you're gonna yeah. get to that turd. Absolutely. That is our promise to to you. Yeah, to our fans. (laughs) To our fans. Heads up. A little is okay, but you will hit a turd eventually. Oh, they know. By now, they know. By now, they they are turd fetishes. Like, that's how... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We we know for sure all of our fans. Those are the only surviving members, yeah. Here's something we know for sure. Anyone who's still listening... They're going to defend the, the taste of dog shit in a cake at this mm-hmm. point. No, actually, yeah. actually, no, it, it kind of grows on you. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't even notice it after a while. It's uh, you don't. Mm-hmm. You, you hold your mouth and just get through the. You get through that episode and then they're done talking about crackers for a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just like thinking that you know someone is listening to it in their car right now. Someone is listening to this while they're jogging right now. But hopefully, someone is listening to it while they're supposed to be working. And then, you know, they're a bank teller, but they, you know, they have an ear pod in or something like that. And um, they have to try to keep a straight face and make change or whatever it is bank tellers do. They're always making um, change. Yeah. That's that's what they do. So if you want to hear an episode about bank tellers. <laughs> <laughs> ben, that's my episode. Don't spoil it. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, we didn't do that one with the uh, uh, Sweet World Sweetest Jobs uh, mm. tournament. I mean, getting to count rolls of change all day. Yeah. Well, hey, that's like sweet. if you're going to say best uh, 80s era WWF wrestlers. Come on, no Hulk Hogan. You got You can't pick Hulk. Uh, right. You Fair can't enough. pick Bank Fair. Teller for that job. I think it's a brilliant position because you're like, hey, I'm going to send you a magic tube uh, uh, through our air, little air system, our little pneumatic system. I'm going to send you a steampunk uh, mailbox full of uh, papers <laughs> yeah. that says, your house is ours now, but there's some candy in it for your kids, so they like me more. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, I'm doing this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dibs. I just, Dibs. Didn't I just do that? <laughs> <laughs> I think you did, unfortunately, just do the yeah, episode. Yeah, this is the episode. So... Uh, If you you like the episode, you can send us an email at... Advice podcast is a, is a mental health podcast focusing on the emotional responses of favorable and unfavorable stimuli. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, always, we've always have been, and we, and we will be for this uh, episode. Uh, I think let's get let's just get right to it. Let's talk about the let's talk about the big one. Let's talk about fear. Let's talk about fear. It's crippling grip on our lives, and that's about it. That's about what I know about fear. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, Sounds fun. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Webster's Dictionary defines fear as a perfectly reasonable response to spiders or any bugs with a lot of legs that crawl real fast. I, I get that they're allowed to exist. I just don't want them near me. Um, <laughs> is that the first definition? Second? That uh, There shouldn't be two. I'm afraid of two definitions. So, oh, If you've got multiple <laughs> definitions moving real fast, it's, yeah. it's really... So, so here's some things. Um, I, I'm going to start this off with with three fears, and you'll kind of get the, the feeling of where I'm talking, uh, where I'm trying to go with this. I'm not talking about stuff that we should be afraid of, like communists and women. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to get to talking about things that are clearly irrational and maybe how, 
how we've dealt with them or how we've avoided dealing with them. Um, mm. uh, the first story of fear uh, go, harkens back to my Bible quizzing days when Ooh. I was up at a Bible quizzing invitational in Canada. Dibs mm. on that story another time. <laughs> um, you can do a whole episode of all of us in our Bible quizzing Canadian uh, I'm pretty sure uh, that's the excuse. <laughs> That Bart Bart uses of two Canada's over two Canada's over Canada. So uh, I'm in a van full of weird Bible kids, and we're going to a Bible quizzing event. And uh, I, I, I look out as we're as we're crossing the border, and we're going over this bridge. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be look at this. This is really pretty." And everyone starts shushing me, and I was like, "It's just really I'm really excited about this bridge." A kid in the car goes, "We're not going over a bee, are we?" And starts hyperventilating and has a massive panic attack. He's afraid of bridges. To the point where he mm. had to call them bees. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, uh, my, my joyful face of like, when's the joke coming? Like halfway through the bridge. <laughs> realizing that this was a, a human being suffering. Uh, uh, suffering? I assume I he know. also never saw the Big Lebowski or Tron or <laughs> Jeff Bridges. Yeah, can't stand a light bridge. Oh, I was going to go with light bridge. Jeff Bridges. Um, he calls him Jeff Bees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, uh, another one. While talking with a medical professional uh, about uh, fears, uh, the medical professional brings up, he's like, do you have omphalophobia? And I was like, what? Because I-, I mentioned something about belly buttons being gross and not wanting to touch mine. Or so somehow this came up, and he was like, do you have fear of belly buttons? Apparently, a common enough fear for him to know the name. I'm a f- I <laughs> I'm think that's the page on his word a day calendar that day. <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly. exactly what it is. He just checked the box when he got home. <laughs> There's not a phobia, but he's in the DSL or whatever the dick sucking, li- the DSM five or whatever that thing is called. He he, oh, he's got one that's a whole thing. If you are doing this like uh, pretentious crap of instead of yes. You know, fear of belly buttons. That's the, why don't you just say fear of belly buttons? It's like, do you have trichodacophobia? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you afraid of this thing? Yeah, come on. Did you know I'm smarter than you? Oh, yeah. he's he yeah. spent like 18 years of uh, graduate school. Is what it you know whatever it takes to get into to be a st- doctor, scientist, whatever. Uh, studying specifically belly buttons and he has to throw that term around so that you go yeah. and look it up and see his name in the in the Oh my <laughs> dissertation footnotes. It happened yeah. to be on Exactly. Yeah. The only one ever written. My professors called it pointless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was cited. I was cited. For the record, mm-hmm. it was adequate. <laughs> the other one, Corey, is he's like, Do you have fear of belly buttons? You're like, no, he's like, then touch this. <laughs> Could you figure out what's wrong with this? Well, that's the specific uh, moment we were talking about is I was horrified that a friend could hide uh, several dollars in change in his Mm. and expected me to reach in and get it out. And I was, anyways, that's all. Again, (laughs) you guys want to call dibs on that podcast? Sacagawea dollars or is like a roll and several rolls of nickels? What are we? All all quarters, baby. Volumetric. Like what are we talking about? Yeah. All I'm saying is don't go to the arcade. Um, So, uh, so the thing is with these fears, like the one, the, the kid being afraid of bridges, oh, you have a, an insane response to something fairly normal. Uh, and then like the, the, the dude having like the specific name for a thing that he thought I was afraid of. Uh, this, this, this comes to, uh, someone I know, uh, has self-proclaimed, uh, democlophobia, fear of standing under hanging things. And I mentioned this to a healthcare professional once, and they go, oh, that's a good one. So that's how, like, that's how specific these Has are. Has anyone written a paper on that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get two doctorates. Ooh. 
Um, yeah, I thought, I thought. Uh, I mean, of all of those three, I think democlophobia is uh, the cleverest and why it would be like, ooh, uh, I'm going I'm to I'm write that one down. But there are things, there are things that we get afraid of, things that we have uh, a fear response to that, um, like some things it, it helps us, like clowns. You should be afraid of clowns. <laughs> it's like being afraid of wolves and like, you know. <laughs> right. It keeps you safe. You know, like, anyone that likes a clown, I'm like, ah, oh, do you also have no feeling in your hand and touch hot boiling water? Like, do you not know to be yeah, safe? Yeah, it's like, like you have the bad taste response to, like, something poisonous. Right. Well, <laughs> speaking of your friend, then, like, what's, is it, what if you're, neut- could someone be neutral to clowns? No. I mean, I don't No, if you are, something's broken and wrong with you. If you are, you're a clown. <laughs> like, I could, like. In a lot of ways, I could go, yeah, it's, that's kind of creepy, but I'm not like, you know, they don't creep me out, per se. Yeah, I'm not afraid of clowns, but... You know. yeah. Do you want to say, okay, there's an there's there's two seats on the bus. One is next to a clown, and one is next to someone else. No, here, actually, so here, here's maybe my distinction, is uh, clown imagery. Uh, I have no problem with it if there's a clown wallpaper, or you showed me a picture of a circus and there were clowns. I don't find that scary or creepy, but any human who uh, engages in clownery, mm. like keep them the fuck away <laughs> from me. Engages in clownery. Yes. You know, it's funny, Matt. I have a I have a friend who films porn, and he has it the opposite. He's like, "Oh, the digital, the the the, uh, the printed version, great. Uh, being on set, the worst thing I've ever seen." <laughs> so anti-clown porn. There mm. it is. Interesting. Um, so like I said, there's fear there to keep us safe from clowns and hot boiling water and strange dogs. We know this. Uh, it's, it's a useful thing, but it, it, it can become like crippling and, uh, stop you from like enjoying your life and stuff. And I'd like to read off, uh, a, a few things that I have talked to either medical professionals or, uh, other authority figures about that. These were fears that I had that were like keeping me up at night and that I sought out help. Um, and, uh, and we, we, we can just kind of riff on these, but, uh, number one with a bullet was, um, our hometown, Ottawa, Ohio, being uh, destroyed in a nuclear blast. Um, for multiple oh, reasons, we can start one. saying how... Like, this was a thing that I was, like, worried about. I wrote, like, papers in school, like, well, what if we get bombed? And, like, had to, like... I, I, I talked to more than one professional, like, about my fear of this. Um, first off, we grew up in a town of, what, 4,000 people? Yeah, right. I mean, to be fair, like... Painted a big target on our backs. I, I, on one hand, I want to kind of go it really wasn't you know kind of like the peak cold war fear there Corey. but on the other hand like ottawa was a top military target mm. of the soviets so <laughs> i i get it i mean we had that basketball team we were pretty good at i mean they would want to <laughs> <I think, laughs> the soviets yeah. hated the titans yeah they were looking Always to mount, they the were damn... looking to put a d3 high school basketball team together to see you know <laughs> right. yeah uh, Brezhnev crumples up his paper and throws it against the wall. I've been to state every year. We've infiltrated Archbold, but we've got this school standing in front of us. <laughs> I love the, that one because that's the general like small town uh, importance when there's like the xenophobia or fear of like, well, the you know you name it. The these people are coming across the border to get us, or the commies, or the whatever. You, they're not coming you. After 9-11, it was the same thing. Like, we have secured our high school football stadium. <laughs> <laughs> you must now show ID to get a Titan dog. Um, like, <laughs> guys, I mean, I appreciate that it's a general cultural trauma and such, but 
Come on, man. Right. It's not happening. Now, um, th- like I said, this one's on the top of the list because I talked to the most professionals about this one. Um, and before we get to how this was, how this fear was like solved, one of the people I asked was like, well, yeah, we got the TV plant. Um, there was a factory that made TVs in our town, and that was this uh, elderly person's response to like, yeah, of course they'd bomb us. We got the TV plant. We're a major target. It's like yeah. Washington, the TV plant in Ottawa, Ohio... Without TVs, Americans will crumble. <laughs> we'll take out basketball and TV in one go. Um, <laughs> I I eventually had, uh, and I don't know why they don't do this for every uh, uh, every election night map. A guy showed me a map and was like, "Here's the problem with the map of the United States. This map depicts area, uh, not how many people are in it, but." There's so many people in the world. Why and like, there's not enough people here to be useful. Like, let's show a population density map. Oh, look, there's no one in, in where you are or Wyoming. Like, no one's dropping a bomb on you. It'd be a waste of a bomb. So, learning that I was a waste of a bomb kind of helped me <laughs> help me through the fear. Uh, You're a waste of a bomb, Timmy. <laughs> I'm worth less than a bullet. <laughs> yeah, the more you know. Yeah. If they ever find out what's in Titan lettuce, they'll own our ass. We've got <laughs> the problem, Corey, was not that the Soviets would blow you up. The problem was the U.S. government was set to uh, sabotage uh, to blow Ottawa up to keep the secret of Titan lettuce out of the hands of mm, the right. Kaiser or whoever. <laughs> it's probably the Kaiser. We've spent decades invested in the Titan Burger, and I'll be damned if the Soviets uh, crack our code before we do. Sir, we've reached the point where the Titan Burger has three layers. If the Soviets catch up to us, they'll have a hamburger in orbit by the end of... There's a foot-long chili dog at the Viking corner that uh, that Bin Laden was serious... That was what he was seriously after. That was not a plane that was heading towards the Pentagon. It was heading towards Lipsick, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You know, let me ask you this. Did you guys ever have to... I remember in school watching the cartoon of the turtle uh, with the Flash duck and cover song. What? Like the evil Nazi rabbit. Uh, yeah, one of our teachers showed that. We definitely um, probably showed it as, as like historical. I, I showed it in my classes as a primary source. Like, like this is what they watched in the 50s, but no one was ever shown it to me as yeah. like something that we actually need to when i saw it it just reaffirmed my fear and i remember like <laughs> j- like falling to my knees when like a flash of light of like a car driving by and like reflecting the sun i was waiting in line for the uh for the cafeteria and i just ducked to the ground and that's when i started realizing i should probably talk to someone about this um yeah so anyways uh so i not spoilers ottawa ohio was not destroyed in a nuclear blast mm. yet um <laughs> So American defenses are strong to this day. Mm-hmm. The the rest of these these aren't in the order that I, that were the most crippling to my life, but these were um, these were in the order. The rest of these I also talked to a priest about. Um, uh, the next one being alien abductions. Uh, I was I was and maybe still am terrified of being abducted by an alien. I'm a little bit better now. Um, again, the area versus population of why you helped yeah, solve this. Like of all the people, gonna... you right. Did, it, did did the priest like help you get comfortable with uh, should it should the the Probe? Uh, the alien abduction happen? <laughs> let's just get comfortable with what what they might do to you. Let me just kind of uh, you're not you going to be able to take the whole probe in one go. So let me put my finger <laughs> right. up your ass. Ease your way into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just got to relax. It always hurts. Your first probing always hurts, but you don't tell anyone. 
Um, <laughs> well, also, they're they're likely the aliens aren't Christians. So, I mean, you could you could use this as an evangelistic opportunity. Really, you know, don't look uh, at it as a bad thing. You're saving them. I'm just them. gonna say. I'm just gonna say. Let's say my life took a different path, and I grew up to be a priest. And one of my young parishioners came to me and said that they couldn't sleep because they were afraid of being abducted by aliens. I probably wouldn't go like, well, let's probe into this. I'd be like, that's not a thing, buddy. You're okay. Uh, no, we had a lengthy, lengthy chat about if there's aliens and if they're mm-hmm. coming down. And yeah, that didn't help. Um, uh, I, I have, I conquered that fear by becoming uh, convinced that they, instead of an alien abducting me, it's more of a alien David Attenborough who's like, sadly now there can be but one outcome. Um, <laughs> narrating my life is a little bit better. I don't know. These don't seem like things that you guys were af- afraid of ever. No, I don't uh, want to know. A radiation bomb or uh, extraterrestrials. Um, I was afraid of tornadoes happening or our house oh, getting yeah. on, catching on fire. Sure. Tornadoes was my number one on Absolutely. my list. Okay. And on there was a chart that the one doctor had of like, you know, here are like the groups of phobias, like natural disasters and like animals. I was like, neither of those. I'm good. Move on. Something weird. Mm. Uh, floods and tornadoes. I thought the one time we had a tornado I thought was really cool to watch. Um, but that's just because I, 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 I was rides. just I lived in constant fear of tornadoes. And I remember once uh Staying overnight, it's probably somewhere in like second or third grade ish. Uh, staying overnight at a friend's house, um, and the the tornado siren went went off. Um, I don't believe. I'm fairly certain that there was not an actual tornado, but man, did I cry! And you know, it was a whole like hey, you're going to be okay. Like it was a, it was a whole big. It's deal. hard, man. I and, mean, uh, uh, prom isn't supposed to be like that, man. I mean, it's supposed <laughs> to be like right. It ruined you know, prom. Good <laughs> Um, you shouldn't have had the prom theme I of tornadoes. <laughs> Apparently, I was a at least according to some. My my wife, uh, her testimony, she's like, "Well, yeah, you were the you were the class crybaby. You, you cried at everything. <laughs> you, were, you were the class pussy. So Everyone great. knows. You were voted class pussy, <laughs> class in, pussy. in high school. Yeah. We have the yearbook Just maybe to prove it. Tornadoes, the maybe class <laughs> pussy. Yeah, I was the class pussy. That's yeah. your wife, someone who loves you and is like, nope, you were the no, you were the standout pussy, absolutely." She's like, oh, no, you don't remember? You were the class pussy. <laughs> were you ever afraid of being the class pussy? <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think that would probably be another one. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see, I don't want them to see me crying. I'm going to cry a lot, but if mm-hmm. I can go around the corner. Uh, I'm going to cry, but I don't need them to see. Um, right. Number one up there, and like I said, these are irrational fears. These are things that I should not be afraid of, but um, maybe until I... I could definitely drive, so at least until I was 16, I was really scared of the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> now, this is, to, to paint this picture, this is a human being who never left his county <laughs> by this right. point. Yeah. Um, in a landlocked, flat place. Uh, and yet, the, the existence of this, like, this, uh, this mysterious, it was a triangle. That's yeah. what everyone knew about. It's everyone a, was the, sure the, on one the thing. Yeah. Nature's most mysterious. Most mysterious they couldn't. <laughs> they could not agree on how many Bigfoots capsized the ships that hit them, <laughs> or whatever it is that happened. But definitely, it was a triangle. So this 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 Devil's Triangle, I was afraid was some sort of uh, mysterious portal that was just sucking up everyone and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I was pretty young, I do remember being sort of like afraid of that. I'll, I'll give you that one. 
I certainly believe that it was that mystical portal yeah. or it was like pretty sure like some fucked up shit's happening out there. But yeah. I also like I was I was certain it was far away and I would never be there since I, you know, never left hometown. Yeah, I wasn't afraid of it like coming to get me, but it was yeah. like, well, what if I'm like, what if I later, you know, I'm on a plane or something or a boat right. and the yep. captain's like, oh, that Bermuda Triangle, that doesn't exist. And then, you yes. know, we go right into it. Yes, That's exactly <laughs> it. It's not that, like, I would do it. I'd be on a plane that he'd go, well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we found a faster route. There's actually a shortcut through the Bermuda Triangle. We're going to roll the dice. <laughs> he would call it that. And you're like, you no, know, I'm, i got to get to the captain. <laughs> Damn right. Damn it. Didn't he watch the History Channel? You know, um, it wasn't the History Channel, but pre-fourth grade or, like, you know, early elementary I both quicksand and the Bermuda Triangle. I didn't think it would happen to me in Ottawa, mm-hmm. but like, man, when I'm an adult, I better learn how to get out of quicksand. You don't yeah. want to wiggle too fast. Yeah. That's a whole yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, there's so many ways of like what to do, but no one goes, well, how to, you know, that's what it looks like. It's just, yeah. it was just what like what to do, what, look like. how you'll. <laughs> Good point. Here's how you get out of it. It's not like, here's how you don't get into it, which would have been mm-hmm. way cooler. Right. <laughs> You're going to get into it. Let's be honest. But I'm going to have Everyone's to deal gonna with Everyone's going to fall this. into quicksand at some point. Killer bees, quicksand, Satan people, and uh, the Bermuda Triangle. When I'm an adult, God, it's going to be a pain in the ass. i got to deal with all this shit. Quick Satan, killer sand, bee Satan. Yeah. Uh, all of it. All, just yeah. <laughs> Satan bees. Quick Satan sand. <laughs> Quick bees are the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, Killer quick this bees. Is, uh, we just announced the uh, Coachella lineup, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Satan B and Quick B. Yeah. And you were they, talking uh, about uh, <laughs> Jumpin' Jim Brunzel and uh, B. Brian Blair, <laughs> Brian right? Blair. Yes. Yeah. Right? That's who I was talking yes. about. That's who I thought I'd have to worry about when I grew up. I'd mm. look around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you Bam. Know. Steel chair right in the face. Yes. Grant doesn't have a word a day calendar, but he has a calendar that, or he, he has a, a, a check. He, he has a spreadsheet that he has to get a Jumpin' Jim Brunzo uh, <laughs> reference in at least once per podcast. Day. Yeah, it's a very it's weird. Like, yes, got it. It's still a <laughs> better. It. It's still I'm more believable than Damoclesophobia or whatever. Damocles. Oh, Damocle- sure, sure. Mm, Damoclophobia. Sort of Damocles. Yeah. Well, I just yes, Corey, but uh, and we all know what I was referencing when I said demagophobia. But that's the uh, yeah. belly button, right? It's the belly button one. <laughs> no, you know what my thing. I don't like yep. to find swords in my belly button. <laughs> really afraid of that. He, yeah. he, as a king, he 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 squished a bunch of coins into his belly button <laughs> to remind him that he was rich. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Being a king is hard, but you're also incredibly rich. That's how he reminded himself. So you're the king, huh? Yep. Putting money in my belly button's how I got rich. <laughs> oh, wow. You got a lot of wives, too. Yeah, I put some stuff in there, and now my pee-pee hurts. <laughs> Call back. That's how those oh, kings boy. get rich, Corey. Ever since they're a kid, they start stacking coins in their belly button and keep cramming them in until they're super rich enough to be a king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's sad is when the like a, like a car will hit someone and they'll like blow up like a like Sonic getting hit, just like Sonic. <laughs> and the coins just go everywhere. And they're like, he was thirty cents away from being a king. Yeah, he almost had an extra life. Um, uh, there were things that I was afraid of as a kid that were normal, like uh, machinery, farm machinery, woodworking machinery. That was all terrifying. I don't think I could comfortably use a circular saw until I was in my 20s or 30s, uh, just mm-hmm. because I was just around a lot I'd of that. I'd still probably be... I haven't... 
I don't know if I've ever used one. I'd still probably be pretty afraid. It's, they're just loud and powerful and like you know they can do damage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, unforgiving. <laughs> you don't get you don't get a mulligan on a finger. <laughs> the oh, funny no. thing about stuff like that is I guess like with most in the rational fear category, it really is just kind of like facing it of okay, this is a loud and screechy machine and in your rational brain you go, "Man, I could really fuck myself up with this." Or like even can I use it correctly? Like everything, you just have to practice with it, and after you use it enough, you get used to it, and you know you you can you can deal with it. Like most of the rational fear category, the irrational ones, you're on your own. I mean, Bermuda Triangle, jumping gym, and the rational out. ones, the <laughs> rational ones, like you said, you can kind of work through, like Bear in the moment catches. with like deep breath, like yeah, <laughs> fair catches, everyone's terrified, just adventurephobia. Trying not to get on that. <laughs> yep. Exophilophobia, yeah. He heard footsteps, <laughs> McMahon, but there were no <laughs> Yep. Yep. Well there is the one fear, because the one the one dude did hate him. He hate me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These are all XFL references yes. for uh anyone under <laughs> Anyone, XFL references. Anyone under uh, under twenty five, but over twenty eight. Yes, yeah, like, <laughs> such a narrow window. Like, I'll let you do it. Yeah. yeah. Anyone who wasn't watching TV that day that they talked about the XFL, <laughs> a short lived alternative to the NFL, which right now you're thinking is some Bermuda Triangle horseshit we made up. It was a real thing that people tried. Whatever. But think of the think of the fear involved of like, God, without a fair catch, I don't know if I could play this. Like, <laughs> it, it, like that's enough to cripple an entire an entire football league. We're not even talking about just like it's a regular true. person being like down. held back by these by these uh, thoughts. And like Ben was saying, like there's a there is the rational ones that you can kind of work through with general logic. Um, uh, if you can back it up, like I am, I am, I'm, I'm running a board on this table saw. This board is way harder than my squishy hand, uh, hamburger fingers, and it is just fucking it up because I'm bad at cutting, <laughs> and it's it's dangerous and, un, and not sharp. So like that that's understandable. If you've got some sort of data to back it up, you, it's a rational fear, but right the the data to say that you're afraid of it, or data to say you you can deal with it. Uh, just the data at all like gives you somewhere to deal with it. Um, and it makes it like okay to be afraid of. Like I'm, it's okay that I'm afraid of the table saw because this thing is destroying. Yeah, yeah, turning or an, or an irrational, seemingly irrational situation into a rational. My wife was very afraid of public speaking, and she's like glossophobia. It, how she then described it or the situation, it's like, well, <laughs> you. So okay, so you're not uh, good at public speaking, or you're afraid of it, and then you go and try and do it without rehearsing. And then it's bad, and then it just, re- like, no shit, you have to practice it, or, you know, it, and she's like, yeah, well, I went over it in my head, you know, and it's like, no, 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 you didn't practice public speaking now, did you? You practiced thinking. Yeah, public <laughs> thinking. I'm sure you're great. <laughs> <laughs> now, and public thinking her, is a whole other thing. I get it, public thinking is hard. I got her through that to, like, look, practice with me, now practice like this, take on some things, and... It's not like um, this is something everybody has to do, but it's more of like, like then you kind of look at it and I first it's irrational because you're just like, I must be bad at this and therefore I'm going to suck or like something cosmically is getting me. And then you turn it into, no, I'm scared of it because I'm going to do a bad job because I've never done this thing and now I have to mm-hmm. do it. 
And, you know, you kind of you, you process it and, and you kind of get there. I think there's probably lots of stuff that's like that, that you, you have built up a thing that's normal into this, like, bad thing. Tell me if this falls into rational or irrational. I was afraid of uh, a groundhog biting my penis off. <laughs> uh, rational. Rational. rational, that's Thank common. You. That's common. Uh, that, that that came directly from my grandfather. Uh, that's just evolutionary. It came directly from your grandfather, who said, "Go get a blowjob from that." <laughs> 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 he was trying to tell me to stay away from where some groundhogs holes were, and he's like, you know, "Don't go peeing on them because then they'll jump up and bite you." And I was like, "Thank you, thank you." That, no one else. Thing. This isn't in that's any of the do. books mm. I've read. Like, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Was really afraid that was a thing. Teachers Turns out like not. the capital of Idaho is like these useless facts. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, they're all underground plotting right now. Yeah, I'm glad you think tubes too is important, but a groundhog yeah. will nip your cock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't pee on them. They've been known to do it. Mm-hmm. Now this was in direct competition with an uncle who was like, "Well, if you pee on the holes, they'll go away." Hmm. So, but he was much taller than me, and I don't know if there that's was like, like a height the, that... That's like the punch the shark in the face kind of uh, thought of, you know, <laughs> you got to be right in their face. Get right, get right in Here's them. the thing. You want to get rid of groundhogs? You just shove your cock in their mouth. They hate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And then they run away. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, these, these, are le- these are legitimate things to be afraid of. Uh, you talk about, like, messing up, Ben. I remember playing a show in a band one time. And I was like, I think this is going really badly. And it went so badly at the end of the night, the bar, the bar, the owner of the bar is like, well, that's the worst show you'll ever play. Congrats. Like, <laughs> you got it out of the way. Uh, and that made playing other shows much easier. You're like, well, it'll never be as bad as that last one. Mm, that's kind of a thing, I think, Corey. The, like, uh, what's the worst that can happen? And then you go through it in your head and you're like, eh, that's the worst that is actually going to happen. Eh, this is not so bad. Right. So my dick got bitten off by a weird <laughs> rodent that lives behind uh, Grandpa's barn. I don't know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by nuclear bomb. Legit, those have blown up. Several have, and it sucks every time. It's been so. a while, but doesn't that mean we're due? <laughs> exactly. Mm. It's like it's like earthquakes. There's just gonna be a big one. You gotta let off tiny ones yeah, in the meantime. A, the big one's coming. So um, I'm afraid. I'm a, I'm allowed to be afraid of that. Probably not to the extent in the town I was in that I thought. Uh, uh, aliens? Yes, I'm allowed to be af- afraid of that. They have powerful spaceships. Everyone knows these things. <laughs> they do. Um, Bermuda Triangle? It's the most sinister shape. These are things that that's okay, like, uh, reasonable for me to have been afraid based on what I was told. Speaking of what I was told, one of the dumbest things I was afraid of as a kid was forgetting to say the the nighttime prayer that included the phrase, if I die before I wake. Before I wake. <laughs> I pray the Lord my soul to take. I remember waking mom and dad up in the middle of the night saying that I had forgotten to say that, and what if I die in the middle of the night? And mm. uh, their response was very much just go back to bed. Um, <laughs> yeah. Then I learned, you can just do it again. You should do the prayer then. You should do the prayer then. Do over. Mm. But I was afraid. I was like, what if, what if I had died during? Yeah. So. God's rules are full of loopholes. You got to take advantage of them. <laughs> it's like the tax code like you need a that's why the, that's why the priest is there's there. a there's a priest with question marks all over his robe who's like heaven is full of loopholes that you can exploit <laughs> free salvation for you yeah <laughs> they're giving out indulgences indulgences for reading indulgences for prayer yeah three hail marys for a sin <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, Father Matthew Lesko, uh, uh, in his divine vestments Saint, Saint of the, Lesko. Saint yeah. Lesko. 
they're giving they're canonizing saints. Um, <laughs> probably probably afraid of not being canonized a saint, but I'm sure that's for another time. Uh, uh, but that's th- those were the things that uh, I was maybe until recently afraid of. Uh, and I'm mostly adjusted and no longer dealing with them. Uh, normal These fears are, are nothing compared. These are dreams. These are the things that haunt things your that dreams. Haunt my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, These are the Daves I know. So, uh, my fears, uh, uh, I'm afraid of nothing. I mean, besides uh, both success and failure somehow. Uh, but I was also, you reminded me, I uh, was also for a long time very much afraid of dogs. And it was because of, like, dogs attacking me. It's like, gee, I wonder why. Anytime any dog of any size is around you, you get super nervous. It's probably because of that. But, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh Fuck dogs. You heard yeah, it from first from Grant. Fuck them all. I mean, he doesn't represent all of the voices on this podcast, merely his own, but fuck well, dogs. Well, I edit the podcast, so I sure as hell do. Fuck them all. <laughs> you will all be saying fuck them all. Free legal advice podcast, uncovering our darkest <laughs> memories. <laughs> fuck them all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, little Captain Travis, uh, uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, what are your fears? Do you have a fear of not having a podcast topic, for example? <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, email us your <laughs> podcast topics uh, so we can get over that fear. You can email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, to see legal proof of how many quarters I can push into my belly button, you can follow us <laughs> on Instagram. We are Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says... If you suffer from sweet-ass content of phobia, <laughs> uh, the best place to follow us on Twitter to get the sweet-ass content... To get rid of that is... Ooh, no, I mean... Is by following... Damn it, that might not have worked. Following us... I don't us, think that uh, works that way, buddy. ...on Twitter at, at FreeLegalPod. Classic bit. Episode 68. Jug, jug bands are, in, are, are completely untapped. Like, right. here's this, like, hidden, you know, gem that we found. Like, we so really This is a, an unblown marketplace. <laughs> and, you know, how people talk about, like, uh, with our, with, you know, going green and recycle, reduce, reuse, like, how many jugs are out there? How many jugs are out there floating in the ocean? We could be blowing on right now. Dude, I could get you a jug today. <laughs> Quality jug. Maybe not a bass jug. Not a lot of people play bass jug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those, are, those are a little Because who's going to fuck the bass jug? At least two X's drawn on it. We'll see if <laughs> three, three might X's. cost you. But I can guarantee you two. Two is a good starter. It's a good starter. I have to take it to a, a, a luthier to get that uh, third X <laughs> tuned up just right. Mm-hmm. It's a little more complicated. I mean, it doesn't sound quite like a 3X, but it, it's close. It's got like a, a sweet tone. It's got a sweet hoot. Yeah. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. Listen to that hoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can, I, oh, man. It's got a hoot. sweet hoot. Do you feel that sustain? I'm barely. I'm barely. <laughs> I just, God, damn just it, barely breathing. Right. I'm just right, barely right. breathing. I'm, oh, ex- here, I'm exhaling over this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just exhaling. Get, get you a finger through this hole and feel that chest drum of. <laughs> See? Yeah, you like that, don't you? Oh, man, you uh, cannot, you you cannot beat today? a 2X for hootability. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that's, that is a hootable jug. Uh, who's on this motherfucking jug? Yeah.
Turn internet over.